welcome to Voices of CFMA, Construction Financial Management Association's podcast featuring conversations with industry leaders sponsored by Old Republic Surety. I'm your host, Sal Marino, CFMA's Marketing and Content Manager. This month, I am talking with Lindsay Benson. Lindsay is an Audit Senior Manager at CBiz MHM, one of CFMA's inaugural 40 Under 40 members, and she only normally watches movies once. Lindsay, thanks so much for joining me today. Absolutely. I appreciate I appreciate the opportunity. So I guess, well, I mean, let's just start at the beginning. You want to tell me a little bit about your your current role, what you do? Sure. So I am a, a an Attest Senior Manager with CBIS MHM, and we are a national public accounting firm, actually professional services. We provide a ton of other things outside of accounting services. Um, we do HR and insurance and benefits, but... Within financial services, I work in the attest um, department, and um, I've been here 13 years, and um, so my my whole career has been with CBIS, <laughs> um, which is a little unique, especially for my age, but um, I enjoy what I do, and I enjoy the, the clients and the people I work with. Um, I specialize in working with contractors, so there's my connection to CFMA. And then I also do a lot of ERISA work, um, so employee benefit plan audits um, during the summertime. Awesome. Very cool. So did you always know that this is what you wanted to do? (laughs) I don't know that I (laughs) knew I wanted to stay in public accounting. Um, I I went to the University of Arizona and I got my um, bachelor's degree in accounting and knew I wanted to go the public public accounting route out of school just for the experience. Um, But once I started here, uh, the experience kept coming and and I continued to enjoy it. And suddenly it's 13 years later and I'm I'm still here. So um yeah, I I I just I really like all of the opportunities. I like um the challenges, I like the flexibility, and again, the people are really what keep me here. So how did you uh come to get involved with CFMA? Um, let's see. I think I joined in around, it was somewhere around 2014. Um, and at the time there was a special promotion that national was doing where, um, an existing member could sign on, um, a young professional to come join the local chapter. And so, um, there's a shareholder I work with, uh, here in Phoenix, who's very active in CFMA, um, especially at that time. So he, he kind of asked, do you want to come sign up and start coming to some of these lunches. So I said, sure, let's do it. <laughs> and um, so from there, I, I did join the YCFP group and I'm still a member of YCFP, which if you're not familiar is the under 40 group, which we all kind of laugh for the young construction being <laughs> under 40, but but still there. And um, so that was a really huge part of my relationship with CFMA is, is meeting people that are in my peer group and are going through the same stages of their career growth that I was at the time. Um, And then from there, I joined committees. Um, I joined the education committee and became the co-chair, kind of got voluntold to help with that one, but (laughs) that's how it goes. It's what we do. Yes. (laughs) And um, then I was asked to be a board member and I did serve um, that term. And then I was asked to be the secretary and I served two terms as secretary for the Valley of the Sun chapter. And then just, yeah, being really involved and continuing to come to the events and, and be with everybody has been um, something that's really kept me in CFMA. So if you had to pick just one, what would you say is the biggest benefit to being a CFMA member? Oh, definitely the relationships. It 
whether it's, you know, personal, just having friends that are in the same industry and, and same line of work um, or professional, I see a lot of my clients and at various meetings and, and events throughout the year. And as an auditor, that's huge because I can know what's going on in their lives, right? Know what's right. going on with the their companies and the challenges that they're having. And in real time, I can help them, um, which makes the audit process, which is always a hindsight <laughs> process, um, much more simple when I know what's going on. So I love that aspect. I love being able to catch up with everybody um, continuously throughout the year. That's great. So as a woman in construction, do you feel like construction is doing better at attracting more women into the industry? I, I guess I look at it kind of two components. I mean, I, I work a lot more with the the service and support side of, of construction, right? So like the CFOs and the controllers. And I I have met some amazing women at in very high roles at, at some really cool companies. And I think that's really inspiring. But I, I think what you're talking about is more in the field, getting, um, you know, project managers and superintendents and and women to be interested in those roles. And I, I do think it's getting better. I think there's still a ways to go. And I think that's with labor, the labor market in general for construction. It's just, we need more people to understand that it's a very, um, very successful career path. And I think that's kind of a mind that shift that we have to make um, kind of as a society that maybe the traditional university route just isn't always the best route for a person. And there's right. so many other opportunities to be really successful. And so I think there's some really cool initiatives with, you know, build your future and, and some of the um, things like that to help promote and educate all the opportunities in the industry. So in CFMA's meet the member profile for our inaugural 40 under 40. You told us that your favorite movie was a Christmas story. Is it still? <laughs> I, so I'll tell you, I, I don't know what this says about me. I don't like to repeat watch movies. I, I am not one to like have a favorite that I always want to watch. That is one of the few movies that I do repeat. And so I guess that's where I call it my favorite, but I still get so happy. I, I don't watch it all the time, obviously. It's a, right. It's, it's a very specific time specific. frame where you can watch a Christmas story yes. over and over again. But I still very much enjoy the humor and the wit um, in, in that movie. So right. it, that's where I think I still, yes, the answer is yes. It's okay. still okay. my favorite. <laughs> I, I just had a, I had a, I was reading the uh, yesterday and I was like, you know, it's because I, I love a Christmas story. And I also, I don't know if you saw the sequel. Um, I did. It was a little different, but yeah, it was, it was very different, but I didn't hate it as much as I thought I would hate it going into it. So I was like, Same. all right, I guess that's a good benchmark. Like I don't <laughs> despise it right away. Um, but yeah, I just, I had to, uh, had to get that out there. So do you have a favorite project or a career highlight that you're proud of? I have, I mean, I've been very, I've had a lot of really great moments in my career in my short 13 years, but I, I would say the thing I'm most proud of is sort of indirectly with my career, but also personal. Um, I, public accounting is pretty intense with the hours and the commitment, right? And, and in any service industry, like you want to be there for your clients and, and after I had my son, who's now six, so I, he was around a year old. I, I really recognized that I couldn't give all of the the time and the the hours that were expected of me in public accounting, but I knew I still wanted the career path. And so um, it hadn't really been successful in my local office um, before, but I, I 
created a plan and worked with the shareholders um, at the time. And I went to a reduced schedule and I, I'm very proud of that because I made it work and they made it work. And it opened a lot of doors for um, my my coworkers now to have opportunities to to make that work too. And I'm still doing a reduced schedule. I still have young kids and the the demands to balance there. But I'm just very proud that of having the self awareness at the time to realize, you know, I didn't need to just completely jump ship and not or and I also needed to be there for my family. So I think it was really um, a good it was something that changed the trajectory of my career path to help me stay here and be happy here and um, also still feel fulfilled at home. So. Well, I, I think that's actually terrific. I think the, the work-life balance there is really important. So kudos on that. Um, our members love advice. What's the best piece of advice that you've ever received? Ooh, this one's a little tough because I'm not a super, um, I'm not one of those like, motivational quote kind of people. Um, I don't, I don't hold on to a lot of that. And I do, I do feel like various pieces of advice resonate in your life at different times. Um, sure. but I think the one thing I've always held to is, um, life's never really going to feel totally in balance, like with your life, your work, everything going on, it's just never going to be perfectly equal with your attention and your effort, but you have to give yourself grace that that's okay. And at times work may demand more from you. And at times your family may demand more and keeping it in check is important, but giving yourself grace that it, it isn't always going to be, you might not feel like you're giving a hundred percent to everything at once. It's just not, it's not something you can do. So I think that's been something that um, I've had to accept in life and work through. And I think it's just a good, good thing to remember. Yeah. And it can be hard to remember that, especially when you need it the yes. most too, I feel like. Yes. And when you always want to be achieving, you know, when you want to be the best at everything, it, it can be hard, but I, I think that's just the self-awareness is important. So it can, it can be hard. I think that's great advice. Well, Lindsay, this has been an absolute pleasure. I really appreciate you taking the time to speak with me. Is there anything else you'd like to say before we sign off on this episode of Voices of CFMA? No, you know, I am just very grateful for all of the opportunities that CFMA has presented me over the years. I've been able to speak locally at the at our local chapter for lunches. Um, I've been able to build some really great relationships, some friendships, people that I just genuinely enjoy spending time with. And um, I think the best way to get the most of your membership is to get involved locally and then potentially even nationally, but just, you know, give some time back to the efforts of the industry. And um, from there, you'll see a lot of benefits. So I'm thankful to CFMA and all you guys do. Well, we are thankful for you. And thank you everyone for listening to another episode of Voices of CFMA, sponsored by Old Republic Shorty. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe and share it on social media. And if you're interested in learning more about CFMA, check out cfma.org. Once again, I'm your host, Sal Marino, and I'll see you back here next month. Thanks.